0: Good Friday afternoon, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seaville show. Thank you kindly for joining us. We are live in downtown Charlottesville, Virginia, in our building, in the Macklin building on Market Street. Our studio, the I Love Seaville studio, is literally right in the middle of Tent Town in the Charlottesville Police Department. We are in smack dab within the epicenter of the news that we're gonna talk about on today's show. Look at the screen, look at the headlines. We're gonna talk about Lee Park, Emancipation Park, Freedom Park, Market Street Park, the park formerly known as Lee, whatever you wanna call it. We're gonna talk about the park that is the most prestigious, the most known, has the most pedigree and notoriety, of any in a 10.2 square mile city, this park is now becoming tent town. An encampment, encampment for homeless individuals. Sam Sanders surprised the city of Charlottesville. He is the city manager of our fine and fair jurisdiction. Sam Sanders, the chief executive officer. He answers to no one except city council. They are the board of directors. City council. Sam Sanders shocked Central Virginia by removing the curfew of Market Street Park. Now, 24-7, 365 Market Street Park is Tent Town. We will talk the cause and effect, the collateral damage of Tent Town for the downtown mall. The cause and effect, the collateral damage of Tent Town for the Charlottesville Police Department, the the, uh, cause and effect, the collateral damage of Tent Town for local government and for taxpayers in a 10.2-mile city. I cannot believe this is a topic of conversation. I'm going to ask you this question. Is the city of Charlottesville... Before our very eyes, evolving, or better phrase, devolving into San Francisco, California. What does Tent Town do to home values? What does Tent Town do to economic activity? What does Tent Town do to the Charlottesville brand? All those topics and more on today's show. We'll talk early voting, starting in Charlottesville and Albemarle County. Who does early voting favor in the at-large general election race for the Albemarle County School Board, Dr. Meg Bryce or Allison Spillman? We'll take a glimpse and offer some analysis on the NC State Wolfpack marching into Charlottesville. They're here right now for a 7.30 kickoff on national television against Tony Elliott, the embattled head coach and a Wahoo football team that may not win a single game this year. 7.30 kick ESPN, the over-under, 47.5 points. NC State, an 8.5-point favorite. We give props to the good Dr. Scott Wagner of Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. Who's got your back? Dr. Wagner's got your back at Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. We champion the Charlottesville Police Department on this network. Heroes do not wear capes. Heroes wear badges. Heroes are not dressed in tights and in red spandex. Heroes are dressed in blue. The Charlottesville Police Department be the change you want to see. Sam Sanders and removing the curfew on Tent Town puts the Charlottesville Police Department in a very sticky position. And I'll explain why on today's show. We also highlight the Blue Ridge Venture Fund. Visit the fund online, blueridgeventurefund.com. If your business needs supercharging, the B-R-V-F can supercharge your firm. Skuma Boutique Dispensary. David Tricorici, ladies and gentlemen, he's doing things the right way in the downtown mall. Skuma Boutique Dispensary. Judah Wickhauer, two shot. Judah Wickhauer, two shot. Judah Wickhauer, the director and producer of this fine and fair talk show. One of the key members of our team. The brand, the moniker, Tent Town. You took pictures of Tent Town about 15 minutes ago. If you have those photos ready to put on screen, Judah Witkower, please position them on screen. Give me a thumbs up when they're up there. Have them rotate through on a carousel if you can. Look at the screen, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the screen now. This is the scene of Tent Town as of 12, 12 p.m. this afternoon. Not even 30 minutes ago. How many tents did you count? Half a dozen or more?
1: Yeah, I think seven
0: or eight. Seven or eight tents Judah Wickower counted. How many uh, remnants of chicken, chicken bones just laying on the ground in tent town Judah Wickower? One of the most dangerous pieces of litter for dogs... In the world today is a chicken bone left on the ground. They splinter when a dog chews, and it lacerates and pierces canine organs. Is that prevalent in Tent Town, Judah Wickhauer?
1: I don't know about prevalent, but it's something that I've definitely seen. You've seen them laying on the ground? I've seen them. Liza's. Liza's the I Love Seville mascot. Liza sniffs them out like uh, nobody's business. Like any dog would. Yeah. Like any dog would. So I got to keep a watchful eye
0: and make sure she doesn't uh, she doesn't get any of them. Did Sam Sanders make a mistake? Sam Sanders responds. This is what happened. Okay, I'm going to set the stage, viewers and listeners. Sam Sanders is the city manager of the Charlottesville Police Department. Or excuse me, the city manager of the city of Charlottesville. The city manager of the city of Charlottesville. Put me on a one shot, then I'll weave you back in. We had a city council meeting. The most recent city council meeting, earlier this week, someone at the city council meeting, a female, went on record and said to Charlottesville City Council, one of the police officers within the police department, she said, allegedly, kicked a homeless man to wake him up. This is in the news cycle. I'm not reporting anything that's not on the internet right now. She said she saw an officer kick a homeless man to wake him up. Allegedly, one person's one person's account of what happened. She said before counsel into the microphone and the public speaking portion of the meeting earlier this week. The cause and effect of this one person offering her firsthand account allegedly of what happened is Sam Sanders, the city manager, newly minted, brand new city manager. He responds to this one person's claim. No documented proof, no video proof, no proof or evidence whatsoever. Sanders responds by removing the curfew from Market Street Park, the park formerly known as Lee, the park formerly known as Freedom Park, the park formerly known as Emancipation Park. Did Sam Sanders, the city manager of Charlottesville, Virginia, make his first mistake on the job? Two-shot Judah Wickhauer. Viewers and listeners, put your comments in the feed. We'll relay them live on air. In the first 13 minutes of the program, our software has counted 56 comments already on the show. Cat Locke will get to your comments. Carol Thorpe will get to your comments. Deep Throat will get to your comments. Viewers and listeners of all shapes and sizes, we will get to your comments. Equal opportunity, employers. It is freedom of speech. Judah Wickhauer, the show is yours.
1: Yeah, I think he made a mistake. I mean, we know that they need some place to stay, but letting them stay at the park just seems... I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of real estate that I feel like is going to get quickly filled up with more and more tents once. Uh, once the word gets out. Yeah. Keep and, going. And the you know the the litter is starting to pick up there. Um, we've talked about the the chicken bones. Um, it's just. It's kind of a kind of a blight kind of an eyesore, and uh I would be seriously concerned with what goes on there at night and worried for anybody that happens to some not that not that I'm accusing any of the the people in the park because i i don't I haven't seen any of them act crazy or violent or you know in any disturbing way, but I've only been there you know in the light of day so who knows? I just—I uh, think it's a recipe for disaster.
0: Albert Graves on Twitter jumping in the mix. Ginny, who? Thank you for the retweet. Twitter blowing up right now with comments coming in fast and furious. Logan Wells Claylo, Vanessa Parkhill, welcome to the show. Amy Whalen, welcome to the show. Amy Whalen says this is this is a disgrace. Tent City, here we come. Cat Lock on one of the fifteen Facebook pages this show airs upon says. Will Council reenact the requirement for private citizens to open their homes for people to use the bathroom? This will not end well. Hmm. Carol Thorpe says this. This is Tent City 2.0, a major blunder by Sam Sanders, who was not in office 12 years ago during Occupy Charlottesville. Carol Thorpe asked this question. My first question is this. His press release was open-ended and gave no ending date. What's the exit strategy? It was ugly on December 1, 2011 during Occupy Charlottesville when the police were ordered to physically extract the unhoused campers who refused to leave by the city's deadline to vacate. Veronica Fitzhugh, Carol Thorpe says, ran sky-clad naked through the streets in front of all, children included. Carol Thorpe also adds, she's the queen of Jack Jewett. The park was trashed with old furniture garbage left everywhere, and Carol Thorpe concludes, Mr. Sanders apparently does not have the institutional knowledge to know what he is getting into. Hmm. I was in Charlottesville during the Occupy Charlottesville movement that Carol Thorpe is referencing. I lived on little graves in Belmont. Hmm. For a number of years before moving to the urban ring. I came during Occupy Charlottesville on many an evening as a, what's the phrase, a social voyeur. Someone who is intrigued by human behavior of all shapes and sizes and social economic demographics. The things I noticed during Occupy Charlottesville in 2011, were rampant drug use, debauchery of the drunken variety. Occupy Charlottesville in 2011, they had to pass out whistles to folks who lived in Market Street Park, and those whistles were the form of policing in what was a lawless, wild, wild west environment. When the whistles sounded and often referenced fighting or worse. During Occupy Charlottesville 2011, rapes were a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. Drug use of the needle variety were a common occurrence. It was lawlessness. And here is the cause and effect of Sam Sanders' decision-making, the city manager of this fine and fair jurisdiction. He has, pun intended, handcuffed the Charlottesville Police Department and what they can do with Market Street Park and its new moniker, Tent Town. The only way to to police Market Street Park And loitering and the homeless aggregating in the park was the curfew. The curfew was how the police removed individuals for loitering in the park after hours. That has been lifted. Sam Sanders runs the city, he answers only to counsel. The police department, under the purview of Sam Sanders. I'm going to ask you this question, Judah Wickhauer. Viewers and listeners, I'm going to ask you this question. Did Sam Sanders make his first mistake in a very young tenure in Charlottesville, Virginia as the quarter million dollar a year in total benefits, total compensation, city manager? Judah Wickhauer succinctly, your answer is
1: yeah i think he made a mistake i think he i think he uh jumped the gun and reacted too quickly and uh, like uh chief conscious explained on the show um uh, poli- on this show yeah the police need the police need laws in order to act and uh and they've just had a, they just had one taken away from them and so um whatever happens to the park now i you know, the police at least can wash their
0: hands of it because there's nothing they can do. Folks are asking you to rotate the photos on screen again. We back the men and women in blue on this program. Superheroes don't wear capes, they wear badges. Chief on our fair, our, on our talk show. There goes Brian Haluska, a city employee. Chief Cotches on this talk show said, we get complaints all the time about the aggressive panhandling and the homelessness on the downtown mall. And Chief Cotches said, there is nothing we can do as the police department. It is up to council to enact a no panhandling ordinance on the downtown mall. And unfortunately, an attorney by the name of Jeffrey Fogle, an activist attorney by the name of Jeffrey Fogle, went to war when it came to panhandling in this city. And Jeffrey Fogel, the activist attorney, champion the freedom of speech associated with panhandling as it pertains to Charlottesville and the downtown mall. The police need laws, and the laws are utilized to do their jobs. A curfew, like 11 p.m. or 11.30 p.m., for Tent Town, and everyone having to be out of the park by 11 or 11.30 is a law or a rule the police can leverage to take action. When Sam Sanders removes the curfew of Tent Town and says it's a 24-365 Wild West, a bastion for bad behavior and activity that cannot be policed, then the Charlottesville Police Department is left on the sidelines unable to do anything. It is not the police you complain to, it is the city manager's office you complain to. What is the cause and effect in the collateral damage of Tent Town for the downtown mall? What is the cause and effect and the collateral damage of Tent Town for the economy? What is the cause and effect of Tent Town for UVA students and their parents and how they feel about safety? What is the cause and effect of Tent Town for your home values, all those topics and more on the Friday edition of the Isle of Seville Show. Sarah Hill Buchensky asked this question: I did not see the press release. What was the reason given for lifting the curfew? Sam Sanders indicated that he is lifting the curfew because he wants the city to be more open-minded to the plight of homeless individuals. And Sam Sanders indicated that he's putting a team together to assess the risk, to assess the future of homeless in this city and how we can solve their houseless predicament. Michael Asked me, Coach B asked this question for Judah and I. How would you solve this problem? This is how I would solve it. Are you ready? I would solve the problem of Tent Town and the Market Street Park by taking the curfew from either 11 or 11.30 and bringing it up to sunset. I would make the curfew for Tent Town no loitering in the park after dark. I would empower the police department by saying loitering is not permitted in this park after dark, moving forward, or until I say otherwise. I would work with council, the Downtown Business Owners Association, small businesses on and around the Downtown Mall, the Friends of Seville nonprofit, and I would create a brainstorming session, which I would lead if I was a city manager, and I would ask and hear and listen to learn, what are the problems you are facing in Downtown Charlottesville? And the number one problem, ladies and gentlemen, in overwhelming fashion, Sam Sanders would hear from people that create jobs, from people that generate tax revenue, from people that create a vibrant eight-block quarter the most important quarter in the city of Charlottesville, the downtown mall, the number one response if Sam Sanders hosted a listen-to-learn session would be aggressive panhandling, homelessness, and the negative quality of life created by the houseless population that loiters around the downtown mall and gets fed meals, breakfast, lunch and dinner from the many soup kitchens around here. Tent Town will have this cause and effect. It handcuffs police, pun intended. Tent Town will keep people from coming downtown. Tent Town will keep tax revenue from being created because people aren't coming downtown. Foot traffic will fall. Crime will rise. The word will spread. More tents will be birthed, and lawlessness will become a reality in the most prestigious and most noteworthy park in Charlottesville, Virginia. The park next to the downtown mall, the park everyone drives by to get to the downtown mall, the park adjacent or very close to the courts, the park right down the street from the police station, the park next to the hedge funds, the family offices, the park within spitting distance of the downtown mall. The most important, eight blocks in Charlottesville. Viewers and listeners, leave your comments in the feed. I will relay them live on air. Comments are coming in faster than we can keep up. Michael Buchensky says, should those needing housing be encouraged to camp out in front of Mr. Sam Sanders' house? Chad Wood and Crozet says they are welcoming until it happens in their front yard. It's cool as long as they don't have to deal with it. Connie Sylvester watching the program. Hey, Connie. Julie Cardinal, Cassidy following us. Lily Walton following us. Multiple people sending DMs saying this will manifest itself into San Francisco very quickly. Deep Throat has comments. Deep Throat says, I like Sam Sanders, but in this situation, he got rolled by the activists. I mean, preemptive surrender in fear of activism. Someone says a police officer kicked a camper and now it's a San Francisco-style tent city. The moniker is Tent Town. Deep Throat says Sam Sanders needs to stiffen his spine and realize that the majority here do not want a tent city in a marquee downtown park. Deep Throat says it's interesting to see, and Judah, you should comment on this. Deep Throat says it's interesting to see that even Charlottesville Reddit is against this decision, and Reddit definitely swings social social justice left. Yeah. Deep Throat says, hold your thought. You're going to come in right when his comments are done. Deep Throat says, a single witness makes an allegation and the total preemptive surrender by city manager Sam Sanders come on man. And then he offers his last comment. Here's another take for the tens of thousands that are listening and watching. You are, you take... Another take, you are a police officer. The city manager takes the word of some shrill SJW at a council meeting over a city's own police force. How is that going to impact the force moving forward? Judah Wickhower, the thoughts on Reddit. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: surprisingly against the this move, and uh, he's exactly right. Uh, Reddit tends very heavily towards the, uh, towards the left. And, uh, nobody seems to be, uh, happy about this. I don't think, uh, I don't think I saw one comment about this, uh, that was, that was favorable about this decision. Um, people talking about the, uh, the chicken wings, uh, the chicken bones, uh, someone stating that, uh, Sam Sanders is uh, let me just be kind and say not smart <coughs> all based on he they go on to say all based on a comment from a random person during a public hearing one person doesn't even wait for the investigation to be concluded
0: there it is say it, say it again um, it's, this is this is this is looney tunes leadership say it again doesn't even wait for the investigation to be concluded. The investigation on whether or not a police officer kicked a homeless person while they were sleeping to wake them up to motivate them to get out of the city was based on one woman's comment before council during a public speaking portion of a Charlottesville City Council meeting. And that one woman's comment has created a a, a need to remove a curfew on a park that's the most visible one in Charlottesville.
1: And I think the I think the comment from the person and the investigation itself are red herrings in this case. Does, Explain. It, does it even, I, okay. If, if this, uh, if this actually occurred, if a cop actually kicked police someone, officer, is that, how does that relate in any way to, to tent town? sure it's it's horrible, and we don 't want that type of thing happening, but that doesn 't change the fact of the tent town and i don 't even see how it it's, it' it shouldn 't even be part of the equation why would you why would you make a decision like this based on something like that it doesn 't make any sense because the facts are still the facts that have nothing to do with whether or not a a, a policeman uh, committed whatever whatever it is uh a misdemeanor uh whatever it is assault um i don't see how that has any bearing on this decision
0: can you go to the studio camera tell me when you're on the studio camera you're dropping dimes today dude you're dropping knowledge you're dropping dimes are we on the studio camera yeah can you please stand up Please stand up, please, sir. Please stand up. You're dropping knowledge. You're dropping dollars. Chest bump, dude. You're a man of reason. Thank you. Let's just use an if. Let's just use a scenario. Let's say that actually happened. We don't even know because it's an active investigation. Yeah. Let's say. An officer kicked a homeless man in Market Street Park to wake him up, to get him out of the park, because it was curfew time. The cause and effect of kicking that homeless man should have been accountability and or punishment to that officer who did that action. Yeah. The cause and effect of that scenarioed assault is not removing the effing curfew of the park. Right. How in anyone's eyes do we see those as being linked in any kind of common sense fashion? Someone explain to me the common sense of, oh, this may or may not happen. It's an active investigation, and we don't even know the results yet. We don't even know the results, Sam Sanders. But we're going to not wait until we hear the results. We're going to not wait until we see the results. Maybe body cam footage. Instead, we're going to jump ahead of the investigation, not even hold the officer accountable, at least not yet, and then remove the, car, the curfew of the most recognized park in the entire city. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the definition of Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. That is Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Lou Fitzgerald watching the program. Excuse me. Mary Lou Wooten Fitzgerald. I'm listening intently from Crozet right now. Connie Sylvester says, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we live in the county. Looney Toon's leadership is right. That says it all. Carol Thorpe for Judah, you nailed it. Clearly, Sam Sanders is throwing a bone to the Charlottesville activist class and the unhoused campers to placate them and cool the heat he's feeling right now. That's what this is. This is political gamesmanship to appease 82 people on Twitter. That's all this is. Instead of considering the populace, the taxpayers, the business owners... The citizens, the UVA students, the homeowners, Sam Hans, Sam Sanders is siding with 82 socialists on Twitter. Tent Town. What? How far are we from Tent Town? Three Less blocks. than a block? Three blocks. No way. What? What do you mean no way?
1: You can literally count them. They're like...
0: There's full. no way that's a full three.
1: Well, it depends on your definition of a block. But
0: How long can you get from this studio to walking to tent town?
1: How long? I mean, it's like a two-minute walk, maybe. Maybe.
0: I'm going to call it less than 60 seconds. If we walk out of this door, change the studio camera over here. Put it to the front door. Move the studio camera to the front door. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Do the play by play in
1: front of the uh, so I can see what I'm doing. yeah. Like he's walking out the door, as you can see. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with the play-by-play, but there goes Jerry. I think he's going to. Uh, I don't know what he's. He's. I think he's trying to judge how far it is to the park, and uh, oh, he's coming back. I thought maybe he was going to walk all the way to the park and back, but thankfully
0: that's not going to happen. I saw I saw Tentown. I just saw Tentown tent tent from our front of our studio. Did you do the play by play? Yeah. Two shot us up. We're two shotted up. Got the local newspaper, got two TV stations watching us on the show right now. Albert Graves, you and Judah should go live in the park and interview some of the Tentown campers. That would be compelling stuff. Albert Graves, common sense isn't so common anymore. Albert Graves, this is manufactured outrage on display in Sanctuary City, Charlottesville. This is no surprise. Richmond Times Dispatch, welcome to the program. Richmond Times Dispatch, tent town, you should cover this story, Richmond Times Dispatch. Three newspapers watching us on the show right now. James Watson, Katie Pearl, John Neal, welcome to the program. Bob Yarborough, Johnny Ornalis, the owner of Guadalajara, and Al Mariachi, welcome to the show. Dr. John Shea, Pro Renata's owner, welcome to the program. Travel entrepreneur Andre Xavier, how do you feel about Tent Town and the impact it will have on the city of Charlottesville and its brand image? You also own Patch Brewery, Andre Xavier. I trust your judgment, Andre Xavier. What do you make of this? Travis Hackworth in Danville, Seth Lisky, the real estate investor in Stanton watching the program, Valerie Young, Kevin Yancey watching the program, in Waynesboro, Robinson Hubbard, the Esquire, and City Attorney, welcome to the program, David Trecorici, you're on the program on Tuesday, you're the owner of Skuma Boutique Dispensary, how do you feel about this as a business owner, David, owner of a business on the downtown mall. Put it in the feed. MJ Arquette, the queen of marketing. Neil Williamson, the president of the Free Enterprise Forum. Jamie Turner, the real estate investor in Call Pepper. Jeremy Rowe of the Goosehead Insurance Agency and Jeremy Rowe Agency watching the program. How do you feel about this, Caleb Nelson? How do you feel about this? Tent town. Coach B said, "Did that flying chest bump make you uncomfortable?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richmond Times-Dispatch, cover this story. Interview the city manager and ask him these questions. Did you make the right decision as the CEO of Charlottesville, Virginia, to remove the curfew of Market Street Park when an active investigation has not even been completed on whether or not an officer kicked a homeless man to wake him up? Does tent town impact real estate values in downtown Charlottesville? And this is coming from somebody who owns a few million dollars, it's probably low, call it five million in real estate in downtown Charlottesville. Connie, the decision issue problem is why local elections are so important. Go now to vote, elect responsible civil leaders. Early voting started today. Early voting in the city of Charlottesville and Almora County started today. Unfortunately, there's no one city council you can vote for right now because the Democratic Party has a stranglehold on this city. And I don't say unfortunately because of party politics. I say it unfortunately because I want to see a contested election with people from both parties. The best kinds of election are contested ones. Kyle Miller, welcome to the program. Grayson lives in North Downtown. Says this: Judah and Jerry, what will Tent Town look like in two weeks?
1: I don't know. I don't see. He's asking
0: for your opinion.
1: I think uh, there are going to be more tents and more tents and more tents as the days go on. Um, I'm looking at the map. I. Why don't they just send them
0: to the? uh, um... This is from the fixer. The fixer. That's what we call him. He's the fixer. He listens to the show all the time. He fixes things. He's got ties to City Hall. He's got ties to law enforcement. He's got ties to the Commonwealth's attorneys. He's the fixer. He says, this is coming from the fixer, Jerry. But the city of Charlottesville better put a Porter John in there immediately. The sanitation issue alone will be awful and a major problem.
1: Fortunately, that hasn't been an issue yet.
0: Well, where's where are they going to go to the bathroom in Tent Town?
1: I don't know where they've been going, but like I said, uh, I behind
0: the oak tree.
1: Maybe, but like I said, I haven't seen uh,
0: I haven't seen any evidence that uh, that they're using. What it. does a big pile of poo in Tent Town do for the brand that is downtown? Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I've seen craziness, and then I've seen Looney Tunes, and I've dealt with, unfortunately, craziness and rash decision-making for most of this morning. This response from the city manager is has me flabbergasted and flummoxed. The investigation's not even over. And he's legitimately catering to 82 people on Twitter.
1: Why don't you send them to the Albemarle County Management and Budget
0: Building? They have, that's, there's a massive lawn there. Linnell says on Twitter, have the three city council candidates... Release statements on the park curfew change. Unfortunately, there are no candidates left. Lloyd Snook, reelection. Michael Payne, reelection. Natalie Ostrin starts January 1. She replaces Leah Perrier, the interim city councilor. One party determines who's on council in the city of Charlottesville, and that's the Dems. There is no competitive. Elections outside the Dems in the city of Charlton. How do you hold the city manager accountable for Tent Town? That's a question for you, Judah. How do you, I'm, I'm not sure.
1: Um, make your voices heard. Um, it could be that he's just listening to the, uh, the you know, the loudest squeaky wheel. Um your so-called 82, uh, 82 people who are loud and make their voices heard and, uh, you know, if he's responding to uh, to loud voices, then maybe some people need to uh, speak up. Get him to uh, reverse this. Find a place for them. Right? I mean, I I understand that we don't want them in the park, but, Nobody's really. I don't. I don't think anybody really wants to just like. It's not like we want to eject them from the city. We want. We want there to be a place where they can go, so that we don't have tent town,
0: right? Almaro County. And the city of Charlottesville, should pool taxpayer resources. And form a joint venture, where they create a campus for homeless individuals that includes housing, education, food, connection to the internet, and clothing. This campus, this joint venture funded by taxpayer dollars with the city of Charlottesville and Elmar County should not be in the epicenter of culture, the epicenter of tax base, and the heart of the city, the downtown mall. This joint venture will be in Albemarle County somewhere because Charlottesville has no more developmental land. Charlottesville and Albemarle County have proven they can work together in some capacity. It's time for Board of Supervisors and City Councilors to get in one room and not leave until this epicenter, this campus is designed, developed, and executed and agreed upon with financial taxpayer resources somewhere in Albemarle maybe on a bus route, some kind of public transportation line with free internet, with laundry, with room and board, with food, and say, we will support homeless individuals, houseless individuals, but we can no longer support homeless and houseless individuals around the epicenter of our tax base and the heart of our city. I say a statement like this and I may, and I back it with common sense. Everyone that's watching and listening to this show is nodding their head in approval. There's 82 people in socialist Twitter that are going to villainize me for making that comment. And they're going to say, Jerry Miller does not want the houseless and homeless individuals in downtown where he likes to go. He wants it to stay affluent. He wants it to stay homogenous. And I say, that is a bold-faced lie. I want the epicenter of our tax base and the heart of our city, the downtown mall, to thrive and to sustain and to be here when our five and a half year old and our 10 month old have the maturity to come down here by themselves. And right now, how many moms and dads feel confident allowing their teenagers to come downtown by themselves? Probably none of you guys. We need to speak up as a community, organize, strategize, and galvanize, and say to the 82 people on Twitter, enough already. Stop bashing the police. Stop insisting that houseless and homeless individuals have rights over taxpaying citizens. Call them out on their BS and until we have the courage and the backbone to do that, Tent Town will gain momentum. And the viewers and listeners that are watching this program, early voting starting today. And if you want to make a true change, you make change multiple ways. By voting. Getting people into office that have a platform or a mindset of common sense. That's one way you can make change. Another way you can make change is connecting with the city manager via email, phone call, or in-person conversation and flooding Sam Sanders with common sense commentary. That's the second way you can make change. The third way you can make change is with your dollar. (coughs) You tell the city that until it cleans up its crap, your dollar is going elsewhere. And that's tough for me to say because I have a building in downtown Charlottesville that I want to pass on to our sons. But I understand for that to happen, a cleanup needs to happen in the short term before the long term is a success. Shake your head, nod your head, hammer the like button, Do you agree? Tell people to listen to the gospel. Spread the word for the show. My skin is thick. I have no problem catching the heat from 82 people on Twitter, from Socialist Charlottesville, and from the meme accounts. Bring it. Tent town. 100% agree, Coach B. Add substance abuse to this campus that's created in Albemarle County. Substance abuse counseling. Laundry facilities. Free internet. Room and board. Pool taxpayer resources. Jesus, you could probably go to the Downtown Business Owners Association and pass a hat and say, fund this and we'll clean up downtown. What's the Ziana Bryant GoFundMe at? Find out, j Ups. In four days? What is she at, 9G? How much can you do in four days? I'll, I'll do a telethon on this platform to raise the money. If I did a 10-hour telethon on this platform to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to start the funding for this campus, this off-site infrastructure, would you donate? I bet you would.
1: 9,180. How much? $9,180.
0: Are we on a two shot? Yeah. Ziana Bryant's GoFundMe <clears throat> has $9,180 contributed to it.
1: Yeah. Of 15, 000, of the fifteen thousand goal at one hundred donations right now.
0: For a fundraiser that we don't even know what it's for. For someone that owns a house in the city of Charlottesville assessed over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. An individual who's got a paid partnership with Dove Beauty for a fat liberation campaign. An individual who got a scholarship to the University of Virginia and has a book deal. Paid speaking gigs everywhere. (coughs) This is 2023 in America, ladies and gentlemen. The digital version of panhandling is called a GoFundMe for a cause that no one knows what it's about. I will lead the way, Jerry, Kevin Yancey, and I'll be the first to write a check. Who's got skin in this game? My damn business is called I Love Seville, and I got a building I'm trying to give to my kids. I will write the check. Bill McChesney, there's a lot in the East McIntyre Park that's not being used for this idea. Dave Riddick liking the stream. Thousands of people watching the show. Seven states Watching the show. Viewers and listeners on the street waving to us in approval. Mental health providers, SHB says. <coughs> Patricia Napoleon giving the show props. I'm so passionate right now, my voice is going in the tent town urinal, porta potty. Brad Ertl, welcome to the program. Three newspapers, two TV stations, and a radio station watching the show. Tent town, Daniel McDougal, the mortgage broker, says, "Let them camp on the lawn and see what happens." Right. What do you think would happen if Tent Town manifested on the on the UVA lawn? Tim Longo, Jim Ryan, and the UVA Police Department would have that cleaned up lickety split. You disagree?
1: No, I don't disagree. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't put up with that for... Uh, Are
0: we too, Sean? People need to hear the reasonable man. Talk to us, Judah.
1: <laughs> um, I don't think it would last 24 hours.
0: I don't uh, think it would last 12 hours. Yeah, I think they would uh, nip that in the bud right quick. Jim Ryan. Do you think Jim Ryan would allow tent town on the lawn? Jim Ryan is to UVA what Sam Sanders is to city of Charlottesville. How's that for an analogy? Kent Town. Look at what Carol Thorpe just DM'd us. Yeah, I'm going to grab it. Show the sign. This is from Occupy Charlottesville 2011. We will show this on air, Queen of Jack Jewett. Thank you. I got six and a half minutes before I got a conference call to take. Kate Sharks, welcome to the program. TD, welcome to the program. James Watson, welcome to the program. Are you showing on screen? Uh, give me a second. Sorry, I did not mean to call you, Queen of Ivy. Siri took that props to you on air and decided to give you a ring. Siri, why are you acting up, Siri? Siri, don't do that, Siri. Siri, don't call people during the show. Show us that photo, J-Dubs. Show us that photo. Richmond Times dispatch, cover this story. Cover the story, Richmond Times dispatch. Cover the story. Dan Pettit says, I got a great haircut. The show is fantastic. And Judah, you need a haircut. (laughs) Mustache Dan Pettit. Dave Varell watching in the Outer Banks. Love you, DV. Meg Payne, welcome to the program. Jill Coward, welcome to the program. Browning. This is where the news originates. All
1: right, here's the sign. For the
0: viewers and listeners that are only audio streaming, what's the sign say from Occupy 2011 from from Lee Park during the Occupy Charlottesville movement?
1: There's a star, and it looks like it says fire extinguisher or fire extinguished, and under that it says open minds and rape whistles with a uh, parentheses 100.
0: 100 rape whistles during Occupy Charlottesville. The way they policed the Occupy Charlottesville movement in 2011 was whistles. Carol Thorpe, give us some play-by-play on this sign. What you remember. She was the head of the Tea Party at the time and she spoke against Occupy Charlottesville before City Council. The courage to speak up on this. Carol, send me a DM on the play-by-play on this sign and I will read it on air. Queen of Jack Jewett. Tent Town. I got three and a half minutes left, CT, before I gotta make a phone call. I want you to have some closing thoughts. Early voting started today. Early voting started today. One more item out of the notebook before closing thoughts from Judah. NC State's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Brennan Armstrong, the record-setting UVA quarterback, now wears red. He's the quarterback of NC State. Robert Anai, the offensive coordinator who was the the coach of the offense during Brennan Armstrong's successful offensive campaigns in Charlottesville, is now the offensive coordinator of NC State. They come to Charlottesville for a national televised ballgame. This game, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying it will, I'm saying it could, could get ugly quick Carol Thorpe says this is the play by play that was the community sign hung for campers to write requests for donations on the community sign in Occupy 2011 the people in the park they asked for 100 rape whistles Carol Thorpe said people who visited the camp would read the list and buy whatever items were on it to give them gotcha explain that Judah so this means they needed rape whistles, 100 of them. The women in the camp felt that unsafe in 2011 at Market Street Park, Lee Park, Freedom Park, Emancipation Park, Tent Town, that they felt they needed 100 rape whistles. And a fire extinguisher. Good Lord. Good Lord. That's the wild, wild west. That's scary. I Two and a half minutes, two minutes left, Judah. Closing thoughts. Uh...
1: I th- the better course of action probably would have been to find a place for them. I mean, we've got we've we've seen articles about uh, the city yard being under underused and underdeveloped. I don't know if that's a place where they could they could make some room to put them. Like I said, what about the uh, what about the lawn out in front of uh, the Charlotte's? What is it? The, um, the
0: thirty seconds.
1: The corner of McIntyre and uh, and Preston. It's a giant lawn there. I'm not saying that it's ideal, but probably more ideal than letting them hang out at the park there where people actively, you know, walk through. But, you know, go ahead
0: and jump the gun. Closing thoughts for yours truly. Do not allow the minority to dictate the pace, the tempo, the vision, and the future for the populace. Stop being afraid of a few people calling you names and start speaking up for what you know is common sense and family values. Tent Town is going to end in absolute destruction and despair, and depression, and demoralization for those in it, and the cause and effect and collateral damage will reign supreme all over the city of Charlottesville and its brand image. Judah Wickhauer and Jerry Miller, I Love Seville Show on a Friday.